December 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, always falls within the season of Advent, doesn't it? And so in the midst of the purple, we break out the white to honor the sinless Mary. It's a fascinating concept for us to reflect upon, meditate upon, and oftentimes there is in the Catholic populations a misconception that this has to do with the conception of Jesus, because, of course, we're in the midst of the Jesus birth accounts, and uh, we know that this is our introduction to Mary in the scripture, this, uh, this feast we call the Annunciation, the visit from the angel Gabriel to her. But this has to do with Mary's conception and birth. And it has to do with a long-held belief by our church that Mary was sinless. We believe really the only other person other than Jesus himself was sinless. But inasmuch as our souls are tainted with original sin, original sin that begins with this eating of the fruit by Adam and Eve, of course, continues on from there, uh, it is necessary for us, if we want to proclaim Mary's sinlessness, to speak to an immaculate conception of her own. In other words, uh, with Joachim and Anne, her parents, that in, in giving birth to Mary, they were giving birth to someone that God knew ultimately would be the mother of his son. In a way, the gospel we have today, because there is no gospel that has to do with the Immaculate Conception itself, it is, because it's our first introduction to Mary, the beginning of our understandings about her. We, of course, believe our original sin is washed away in baptism. And, of course, that's the first of our sacraments. Uh, in this particular case, uh, we, we believe that Mary was committed to being sinless and, and through the strength of that commitment was able to do what none of us can even imagine doing for a day, failing to sin. But it was something that was part of who she was and the faith that she had and the desire to please God. Now, of course, part of what we deal with at the Feast of the Immaculate Conception is the contrast between Eve and Mary. That Eve was not able to get through even uh, probably one day without sinning, for she and Adam ate the forbidden fruit. And, and of course, the contrast could not be stronger, and we believe Mary to be the new Eve, the spiritual mother of us all. The, uh, the, the story of Adam and Eve I've always thought is fascinating because I think we all have in our lives decisions that we've made that compound the, the problems in life. How many people would say, why didn't I, why did I ever take that first drink? Or why did I smoke that first cigarette? When they're caught up in the addiction of it, and want so desperately to get away from it, they think, well, they shouldn't have even started. 
And of course, it was that first fruit of the, of the tree of good and evil that the Lord had forbidden Adam and Eve to eat, and that started them in their life of sin. I think that uh, with the, the, the things that uh, we reflect upon in Advent, and of course, that which we reflect upon in the Christmas season, gives us a very good insight into Mary. You know, we will be focusing this coming Sunday more on John the Baptist, but the fourth Sunday of Advent is almost always given to the heroic efforts of Mary and Joseph. And for this uh, simple Bedouin couple, taking on the enormous responsibility, with only rare occasions when God intervenes through an angel to assist them in, in a dangerous time, they pretty much have to fend for themselves. And I think that's why we feel such a bond with both Mary and Joseph. And, and I think particularly we look upon Mary as our heavenly mother, one that uh, can help us through difficult times. So in the heart of Advent, surrounded by the purple, we break out the white and honor Mary through her immaculate conception.